What's up there, Wahoo fans? This is Big Law. Today we talk ACC honors and the ACC tournament starting tomorrow, but not without my guy, Casey Pizzaia, in the house. We talk about our Wahoos going to the tournament. You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law, Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to your Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, the first place to come to get your daily Wahoo fix as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As you see, I got my man Casey Pazaya in the house, my guy, my baseball correspondent, my ace, my uh, partner in crime here. Casey, man, how are you doing, brother? Living large and in charge, Law. How about you? I know that's right, man. I'm doing okay myself, man. Of course, Casey, the host of the Virginia Game Day podcast, where you get an opportunity, go check him out over there. Really good podcast he does. He's there on the grounds, uh, you know, gets things a lot of times first, gets some inside information as well. But make sure you check him out on the Virginia Game Day podcast. So as today, we're going to talk about, oh, the date is 3-6-23, so we'll make sure we uh, – uh, get this up so you guys can check us out on YouTube. But today we're going to talk about the All ACC honors that the boys, uh, some some hardware the boys picked up. Also, we'll talk a little bit about um, the ACC tournament, you know, and what to expect and what we are expecting uh, personally from this team. And then we'll get into a little bit about what we saw. We were both at the game on Saturday, and you know how cool of an event it was. Uh, and then, you know, we'll kind of get into some other things about the team. But my man, Casey, you know, kind of give me an idea. Tell me how you feel, you know, about the team as it sits right now. The last two home wins were crucial to just from a momentum standpoint. I like that they were able to pick those up, kind of got a new life now, got some rest because we got – we played on Saturday. We got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We got a good time to kind of get rested up. Ben has been dealing with a back thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen when he goes to the bench, he always puts on this like mm-hmm. heating pad. Like or, a wrap. Or wrap yep. or, yeah. like a wrap. Yep. That, ain't, that ain't good. So no. it would be nice to get these boys some rest. And when we start playing again, it depends on who we're playing. But I – do think that it would be a, we have a chance to make a run and, and win the ACC tournament. It would be fitting, especially because, you know, Kihei has been here forever, but that's one thing he hasn't done is won the ACC tournament. That's what, that is true, man. You know, that was one thing that was really cool when they were talking about Kihei at the end of the game. Of course, you know, if you're at the stadium, you got to be a part of some of the cool stuff that went on. We'll talk a little bit about it in depth, but they gave Kihei in a, uh, a really cool game ball with all of his, uh, longevity accomplishments that he had, you know, with the team. Most points, most minutes, most assists, just everything for the most, the most wins all, you know, at yeah. all time. Uh-huh. You know, he just, it just went crazy, you know, as far as, you know, what he has accomplished. And, you know, he may wind up getting his uh, his number in the rafters. And, and he's a national champion. 
you know yeah i mean that whole story of him just coming here is crazy like i think the story goes virginia lost to umbc and and umbc had this really scrappy point guard kj mora who was like five foot nothing and he was just mm-hmm. giving virginia fits yeah, and I don't know if if Coach Bennett was going and seeking that in the <laughs> off season or if I think that, he was because he because he said it, something about I was a short scrappy guy I wanted that mentality you know yeah. on, on my team you know so so he goes and you know inspired by the biggest loss they go and get this two star recruit who was going to play in the Big West or the uh, UC Davis and then he becomes the ACC's all-time wins leader. It's just an incredible, you know, kind of like almost rags to riches. I mean, because of where he was initially committed to, to where he stands now. Yeah, Coach Benny, I mean, West Coast kid as well, all the way across the country. You know, yeah. it was almost just like it was a – It was you talk about something that's meant to be. That was definitely a meant-to-be kind of a thing. And um, who would have figured he would have developed – into the kind of a basketball player he was. When they show his, you know, I know it's always, you know, crazy when you see their, their freshman picture, you know, yeah, or their yeah, high school yeah. picture when they come in. He looks like he's 12 years old, you know, when he comes in. But he had, quite frankly, the biggest pass in UVA history, the biggest assist in UVA history, um, you know, making that play. And, you know, it, it just it's just fitting to see him, uh, you know, come up and, and play the important minutes, the hard times, and the uh, good times. Because, you know, he's had some tough times, you know, and I had to deal with the media, you know, and deal with, you know, criticism, but, you know, from fans. But he's shown that, you know, he's one tough dude, man, and befitting a uh, a Wahoo legend. But like I say, yeah. he's the only one with all those wins and all that those combinations of, of accomplishments and has a title. So they may have to yep. put him in the Raptors, as I said earlier. Certainly. So you want to let's do some superlatives, man. You know, I had some superlatives that I did the other day, but I know you want to get in on this a little bit. So what I did was I gave, yeah, what I did, I gave the MVP. I gave the defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, and rookie of the year. So uh, you go or I go and then you go. This is what I said, you know, or do you want to go first? All right. You tell me what the category is, and then I'll tell you what my thoughts are. All right. Regular season MVP. Um, regular season MVP. Most valuable player. Most valuable player. I'll go Kihei, I'll go Kihei Clark. Boom. The, That's the heart it. And soul, the heart and soul of the team. Uh, you know, So many times this year when our offense just looks stagnant and we can't get anything going, Kihei's come and saved us with a couple good, a couple good plays. You know, it, so many times where we've let, like, bummy teams hanging around with us. You think of NC Central. You think of Albany earlier in the year. And, you know, Kihei made the momentum-changing plays to change those games around. So, Kihei Clark, most valuable player. Put the, show, put the team on his shoulders, you know, and, uh, and, and pulled us through. Did that quite a few times. Defensive player of the year. That's an easy one. Reese Beekman. Reese Beekman, we, we got the same on that. I, it, that right. was a no-brainer. He's, you know, <laughs> ACC defensive player of the year. Yeah, we'll talk about so, that. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's only natural that he's the, you know, the team defensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year. 
Well, offensive player of the year. Um, I'll go Armand Franklin. Okay. Offensive Armand Franklin. Okay. Armand Franklin. Well, you know, he's our leading scorer. And he really, really, if you take out IMAC, he was our best three-point shooter. He really improved. I mean, last year it was like Russian roulette with him. He'd either go 0 for 7 or. Oh, it was a Russian roulette with more bullets in the chamber. <laughs> it <Yeah>. wasn't empty. <laughs> You know, if it was a so, six-chamber, it would have four bullets in the chamber. <laughs> so, so last year, man, he he really – he shot us out of some games. He yeah. just had a really rough season shooting the ball. And this year, to go and shoot 38.7% from deep, that's huge. He's He had a couple games where he threw us on his back. He had a couple games where he was doing work down in the post. He had to play the four at times this year. Armand Franklin, offensive MVP. My offensive MVP or player of the year, I had to give it to Jaden Gardner, man. I, was, I thought I, that's what you do. I, I, I figured, see, Jaden Gardner just slow for the first few games of the year. But he, even in tough times, he kept trying to pull us through. He's mm-hmm. all, he, was, he was our most, con, in my opinion, most consistent scorer oh, throughout yeah. the year. He's all reliable. Uh, yeah, very reliable. And, 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 and I'm on was just a little bit too streaky for me, you know. But Jaden, man, you know, he hit his nice little mid-range shots, you know, right around the, uh, you know, short perimeter, foul line extended, um, you know, just offensive rebounds. I mean, he would go after all the offensive rebounds. He, you know, he, he played very well within himself and was very consistent to me, especially coming down towards the end of the year. You know, you know, that's that's his calling card, man. Yeah, when, when we couldn't. Mm-hmm. When, when we couldn't, he could. He, he was like yeah. the last line of defense for our offense. That's right. That's right. Because when, when we were – When everything he, when everything went off track, it was like, well, at least we got Jaden. We can just let him shoot a whole bunch of 12-foot jumpers and keep us in games. That's right. Teams are setting us, shutting us down. He's scoring 16, 18, 19. You know, he's he, he's still getting points to keep us competitive. You know, I think uh, if we would hit more free throws, it maybe would have been a different story. And so, now that we got the Offensive Player of the Year out of the way, let's do Rookie of the Year. Mm, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Um, mm, I know where you're going to go. <laughs> I know where you're going to go, so I'll go opposite. I'll go Isaac McNeely. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So All right. Isaac McNeely, I mean, n- numbers wise, numbers wise, Isaac McNeely is going to be the guy who gets a lot of the shine these next few, this year, next year. I think his numbers are going to look a little bit better than Ryan Dunn because Ryan Dunn's offensive game is a little bit behind IMAX. But, um, you know, they're both super impactful players. Uh, Isaac obviously is. The team's best shooter uh, shot 39% from deep. As the season wore on, he got more comfortable. You know, teams would be all up in his shorts earlier on, and then he finally started, you know, driving a little bit to keep him honest. <laughs> right. You know, because if you just – all you can do is shoot, they're going to play you tough, play you right up, you know, press you, and then uh, you're stuck. So he started driving the ball. He's – handled the ball a lot better later in the season and you know the game slows down the more time you get the more minutes you play and 
for both these first years, these minutes that that they played are going to pay dividends way into the future. Yeah, they're going to be absolutely spectacular. What I did actually, I split it. I said, hey, okay, you know, co rookies of the years, and I, and okay, that's I, I, yeah. it was hard for me to leave out one or the other because I seen Ryan Dunn single handedly turn about seven games around with his mm-hmm. defense highlights just change the momentum and the energy around, you know, based off of the team doing bad. And when he comes in, his energy and his defense, you know, just kind of change everything about the team. And then they turn and they started winning the game based off of what he was doing on the defensive end. And then, you know, highlight counting three, two, one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy, you know, as soon as he comes in, it's a highlight coming, you know. Yeah. The biggest game of the season, he flipped, and that was Clemson. When we when our backs were against the wall, and we had lost two back to back games, and we started the game against Clemson, missing seven shots in a row, it was Ryan Dunn who came in flying for an alley oop, <laughs> like Superman. Man. He's like Superman <laughs> that got us rolling, and and then from that moment on, we went on a seventeen to two run. So he, he does have that effect, and a, a lot of not a lot of players have that effect. Uh, Ryan Dunn has that kind of spark effect to his game where he can light a fuel. And believe it or not, I think Poppy has that same effect where he can kind of, just by his toughness and energy, he can kind of spark something in the team that other guys uh, can't. Energy. It's a real quality. He he changes the attitude and the energy of the team. Everybody says, you know what? We're tough guys. Poppy's back there. And all of a sudden, everybody plays like they're bullies. Because Poppy's yep. in the game. Honestly, you know, without Poppy, they're, you know, more finesse. But when Poppy comes in the game, all of a sudden, we, we're we like bullies. And we play really yeah. aggressive and tough. I don't know. But let me, you know, let, let me get this ad off here. Let me tell you what else is tough. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want the fat and calories? You got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I've got the thing for you. You've got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously. They're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably good flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but the bars taste like candy bars while maintaining amazingly good macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can get a pick, you can pick up a box of four in a box, cookies and cream, double chocolate, and coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab 13, a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Thanks again for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, 
hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. So now that we got our superlatives out of the way, brother, let's talk about all ACC honors. We we gave our yeah. honors out. So let's let let's get into the real legitimate honors. So today, our guys picked up some hardware, man. Um, yes, they did. Reese Beekman. And some people, maybe some people were surprised by this. We weren't because we see the guy play every day, every mm-hmm. home game, every every away game. We're watching him. Defensive player of the year. I figured he was going to get it at the beginning of the year. I don't think he was a preseason defensive player of the year. Uh, but first team uh, all ACC defense, naturally, you know, a Virginia player. Also, Kihei got first team all ACC defense. But mm-hmm. Reese Bigman got defensive player of the year. No surprise there. Absolutely stellar. The man is a stud. What do you think? Yeah, feel I mean, this? he probably could have got it last year, too. Mm-hmm. But he got he got snubbed last year. And uh, you know, it's just the long line of UVA guys winning ACC defensive player of the year, right? I want to say Brogdon. Did Dick he take it too? Uh DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, there you go. It was DeAndre Hunter, and I think Malcolm Brogdon got it. Darian Atkins. Yep, Darian Atkins, yep. yep. Uh, Isaiah Wilkins. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's just part of our – that's like our DNA. Thing, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, uh, Reese won it. So, real happy to see that. I know that there was – you know, the some of the UNC fans were a little bit salty about – it not being leaky black, but it wasn't really even close. Reese Beekman had 29 votes and second place leaky black had 18. So not, not even close The this is voted on by the, is the ACC media members or. I believe so. But you think about it like this, if they would have won more games, leaky probably would have got it. That comes to show you winning more games gives you more oh, that votes. matters. You know, it really does. Leakey may have gotten closer to winning it if Carolina had won as many games or won more games in Virginia. But, you okay. know, UVA it's, is co. Mm-hmm. It's 15 head coaches and 60 media members. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the winning matters. Although, you know, Virginia's kind of style this season of spread it all around and everyone's kind of averaging eight points. <laughs> That did us a little bit of harm in the awards categories, and I'm fine with it. I'd rather have a banner for <laughs> regular season champs than have a whole bunch of first team all ACCers. Uh, you know, we didn't have anyone until the third team for yeah all conference, which you know makes sense because hey. we do, we're not putting up you know a ton yeah, of points for one team. person. We got four yeah. guys, almost five people averaging double figures, really. You know, yeah. it's kind of how the team rolls. And that's, you know, a lot harder to, to deal with, especially when everybody's on. So, Kihei Clark, we said a little bit earlier, he got uh, first-team All-ACC defense, and he was third-team All-ACC. Yep. You know, both of our MVPs, you know, for our superlatives. So, it doesn't, you know, uh, you know that, that there's no uh, mistake there. You know, there's no mystery on why we picked him. Heart and soul of the team has been, uh, for the last few years, he's the most decorated Wahoo when it comes to longevity uh, awards, you know, being around and 
wins and everything else. Ace, you know, I, I think we're really going to miss him. I, and I know the point guard coming in, he's supposed to be, you know, really good as well. And I'll be interested to see how he works. Uh, the new point guard that that's uh, from Georgetown. Dante Harris. Yeah, he's, he's really good. He's a real good player. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's the kind of a player who can get his own shot, you know, from what yes, I've seen him play. But, you know, but this is Kihei's segment. But congratulations to Kihei. Kudos to him, and we're going to miss you when, when you're when you're out of here, man. And then, of course, honorable mention was um, Jaden Gardner. Jaden Gardner. You know, yeah, my, my, my offensive uh, uh, player of the year for the team, just it's, consistent. It's crazy. It's crazy that our, our UVA's leading scorer didn't get anything. Anything, yeah, yeah. Didn't get honorable mention, nothing. So that's when we when you tell told me you wanted to talk about the ACC honors, I was like, I know I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna put up my man Armand and say mm-hmm. he got he got snubbed because you're talking about the leading scorer on the conference champion mm-hmm. doesn't get honored at all. Yeah, it's a bummer for bummer for Armand, but hey, hey, I, Armand, Isaac, hey. Isaac, what? Uh huh. No, go ahead, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I, and Isaac got snubbed too because I feel like Isaac or Ryan Dunn should have been on the all freshman team, but it was a whole bunch of Duke guys. That's crazy that neither of them guys got on there. Yep, a whole bunch of Duke guys. This is what I can tell you. This uh, Armand Franklin. This is an opportunity for him to think about coming back. You know, we know he did senior day, which. Was absolutely amazing. Kihei did it, you know exactly. <laughs> Kihei did it, so he has a year left. I mean, and hopefully Reese comes back. So you're looking at Reese, possible Reese, Armand, uh, Isaac. <laughs> do, we, do we have time? How much time we got? You got a little bit of time. Okay, so Reese, I saw Reese in a NBA mock draft, mm-hmm. and he wasn't uh, slated to get picked until late second round. So, mm-hmm. whoever He's posted falling. it had said that this might be leaning towards him coming back. It, it would be in his best mm-hmm. interest to come back because, you know, second round picks, it's not a lot of games money. You know, Geely, you, you get up into the the, the money round. You know, mm-hmm. then you're then you're, you're safe. So, love to have Reese back. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at the beginning of the year, they had him looking like he was a first-round pick, you know, mid to late first-round pick. But, you know, him having those hard games in the middle of the season, you know, those tough games, he didn't play all that great. You know, I think it, it kind of dropped his stock, you know, pretty, uh, you know, pretty harshly. So, um, you know, for him to come back with, you know, hope we can get Armand to come back, Isaac McNeely, Ryan Dunn, you know, but – Isaac Trout, he he's a stud, you know. Leon Bond, and hopefully Caden wants to come back. I mean, you're talking about another team that could make another run, and the new point guard that we just talked about from Georgetown. I would be very surprised if Jay, if Caden comes back. Mm, man, let me give you a, let me give you a little bit of what I saw on mm-hmm. Senior Night. So, Senior Night, the game ends. Cut down the net. If you go on the message boards, you can. They, they did a little video of the net cutting down, and they didn't show Caden cutting down the net, and people were making a big deal about that. But 
that's that's something, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I go to the gift shop or the team store, mm. and the Caden Shedrick shirts are discounted down to ten dollars. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know if it's because oh, like, those man. things are like thirty dollars normally. And I'm like, I mean, everything was discounted, but to ten dollars, I was like, hmm. Somebody knows something, huh? <laughs> well, well, hopefully he does because. I think that he could have a great year next year. I mean, we're talking about the guy who they sent to ACC Media Day, I think, mm-hmm. last year. Do you send, like, your stars to ACC Media Day? Mm-hmm. He started 14 games this year. He had he won a couple games for us, in my opinion. I mean, the NC State yeah. game, he, he did work on DJ Burns. He changed he changed so, the game. So, I mean, I'm, I would love to have Caden back. I just know that it's got to be tough to swallow to go from starter – to DNP in, you know, only a few games and then be sitting at the end of the season. So maybe they can have a conversation and they can figure out a plan and find out what coach wants from him. But yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll give player, that evaluation. Uh-huh. You're an athlete, you know, like he, he, I'm sure he has NBA dreams. How can, do you roll the dice and come back and, you know, not be not not be sure if you're playing or not. Well, well you know, like he doesn't have a lot of time left. Well, well, he knows that. You know, this is the thing. If he would not get so many like bad fouls, and, and he mm-hmm. can stay on the floor long term, that'll change everything for him. You know, he plays above the rim. You know, he can catch. You know, he's catching alley oops all the time. You know, when they find him, you know, he. Showed a little bit of a little jump shot, you know, right at the foul line. If, if he mm. can just hone those, hone that, those two skills where he's not fouling as much, not playing so much, so so much out of control. That's what he does. He plays a little bit too out of control, and he and he gets unnecessary fouls. And then if he can just hit that little jumper, you know, because he elevates and shoots, you know, he was averaging double figures almost. He you was. know, before before, and, before they took him out. Yeah, I remember there was a UConn scrimmage before the season, and whoever I was talking to that was telling me about it said Caden Shedrick was the best player on the floor yeah. against UConn. UConn's mm-hmm. like top ten team. We're basically a top ten team. So right. That's that's a lot, you know. Well, the... well, well. He also, you know, when he's on his P's and Q's, is a great you know, um, backbone, you know, for our defense. You know, you, you figure you put him, Ryan Dunn, you know, down low like they played a lot. This mm-hmm. team could be, this team could be, you know, from a defensive standpoint, be back up there next year because they'll have the offense if all those four guys play, you know, between Reese, uh, Armand, Isaac, and get, uh, point guard from Georgetown. Uh, Dante Harris. Dante Harris. There we go. Harris. You know, those four guys, they're going to score points, man. They're going to score points. And, you know, having him back. And then, of course, Isaac Trout. You know, who's going to play center, you know, if Caden's not going to be there? You know, Isaac's kind of a four slash five, but he's yeah. more of a stretch four to me than a five. Yeah, but, you know, Coach went with BVP so often this year. Isaac kind of seems like a similar player yeah. DVP, right? Yeah. I, and, you know, I think we had some 
questions about that. Sure, know? sure, sure. No, absolutely. <laughs> Playing BVP I would love to see Kane much. back. Yeah, yeah. So and, we'll and definitely keep a check. Uh-huh. Poppy sat a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And then he stayed ready, and it was great for him to go out with a bang, getting some some time. Yeah, so maybe he came it's just in. Part of, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's just part of the pillars, man. I, I hope it is just part of the – Wait your turn, and Caden will come. Maybe it'll spark something in him, and get with coach, get in the gym, and come have a have a breakout year. He has two years left with the COVID. Is it year. two years? So, oh wow, wow, right? man! He's he only could, played. He could. Yeah, you're right, bro. He, he could really be an animal for the next two years. Yeah, because you know? he redshirted. Uh huh. He redshirted, and then he played eleven games. And then 35 games and 26 games. So he's only played in three seasons. So if you get to play in five now, mm. got two years left. Well, hopefully he wants to come back. You know, I know he, yeah. he should feel like he has something to prove, and he does. You know, and I think he really could next year. And I think Tony has no choice but to give him those the most of those center minutes, especially if Caden sure. can clean up some of those things we talked about. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, yeah, brother. So let's uh get into the ACC tournament real quick before we get out of here. So right now, UVA second seed got the double yep. bye. That's what we needed. They won't play until Thursday. The tournament kicks off tomorrow. Uh, who do we mm-hmm. got for play in? Do you have that up? So tomorrow? yeah, we got Florida State, Florida State, and Georgia Tech at two o'clock. Mm. Boston College and Louisville at four thirty. Mm. And Virginia Tech and Notre Dame at seven o'clock. I love it. Here we go, bro. Here we go, man. Yeah. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I'm hoping Boston College can beat Louisville, mm-hmm. and then I hope Boston College can knock off North Carolina, mm-hmm. so we don't have to play North Carolina. <laughs> right. Right. North Carolina has pretty much owned us these last few years. And In BC, man. I mean, Lord have mercy. Ah, BC is know, dangerous. They they dangerous on us. as hell. Yep. Yeah. So they can beat Louisville and I'm sure they can beat UNC. So that's something. And I think I think that who do you have in the championship? Because uh, I got Duke and got, Virginia. That's who I, I have. I think in Duke is going to Duke and Virginia. Yeah, that would be a nice rematch to so finally settle the score of that stupid ending in Charlottesville. Well, that would be good. In Greensboro, nice. none, none, none less. Yeah. You know, uh, but sure. we have a. Do you plan on doing any traveling for any of the um, for March Madness? You and I need to catch uh, up. We are depends how far we go. Okay, all right. Yeah, if they make it to the Sweet Sixteen, I can see myself getting there. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, we'll have to uh, get with some of that and figure out what we want to do. But yeah, man, totally. Um, baseball teams on fire, but we'll, we'll do another show on that probably another day or two. But what's going mm-hmm. on with them? Um, Anything else you wanted to say before we get out of here? Uh, I went to I was at the at UVA on Sunday and it was a triple header, right? There was the baseball team playing, the softball team playing, and the women's lacrosse team playing. And I think every team that played this weekend won. So it was a great weekend in UVA UVA land. And yeah, all done. Nothing to complain about right now. Get out to the That's parks. It. The weather's getting nice. Let's hope we can yes. win this ACC tournament. And uh, that's it. Hanging on the banner. That's it, brother. Looking forward to it. Well, uh, everyone, we got to thank you 
for, for coming in and hanging out with us, my guy, Casey Pizzaglia. Make sure you check him out. How can they catch up with you, Casey? How can they find you? Uh, Virginia Game Day podcast on all the major platforms at Virginia Game Day on Instagram. All right. And you can catch me uh, on uh, Seven City Shop Talk Sports. You can catch me online, catch me on Facebook, and also always catch me here at Locked On Virginia. We want to thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus hear from big names, experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, guys. We love you. Wahoo-wah. And go Hoos. Go Hoos.